0: Imagine a world where individuals reach their fitness goals because they know exactly what to do and how to do it. That's the vision that gets us up every morning here at RxFit. We are on a mission of helping individuals reach their goals through prescribed fitness. The Faces of RxFit podcast is a continuation of that mission. Let's face it. The vast majority of individuals are either unhappy or unhealthy when it comes to their overall health. This podcast is dedicated to both sharing our stories and teaching our community how sleep, nutrition, exercise, mindset, and connection with others are the key variables that will transform us to happier and healthier people. Every Monday, we interview someone in our community that has made that transformation from unhappy and unhealthy to happy and healthy. Then every Friday, an RxFit coach will share their unique insights on one of these five variables. For those not a part of our gym community, receive your free fitness prescription by signing up for our No Sweat intro on our website, rxfit.health. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Faces of RxFit podcast. I'm here with the newest member of the coaching staff, Jefferson Albright. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Um, Jefferson, we brought Jefferson on as our calisthenics coach. Calisthenics, for those that don't know, are bodyweight gymnastic exercises. So it's essentially gymnastics without the artistic side of things. So you're not going to be needing to plant your landing or uh, anything to that degree. But uh, Stick the landing. Stick the landing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jefferson, tell us a little bit about your fitness journey, and then we'll go from there.
1: Okay. So um, basically, when I was a kid, I started out in, like, Cub soccer. We're going, like, right back to the beginning. And I learned a cartwheel, and I would do it all the way down the field. And that's what made my parents <laughs> think of putting me gymnastics. in gymnastics. So, so I got into gymnastics. I was, like, five years old. And I did that for... You know, most of my life until, um, I kind of took a break from that for a while and I started branching out to things like parkour and, um, martial arts kind of stuff like cool. that. And then, um, and then after I got back from my mission, I wanted to, uh, start training, um, training again and get more fit. Um, the quarantine and pasta in Italy didn't mix well, and so, <laughs> so I actually found um, RX Fit on on Facebook and just did some
0: some training there. Awesome! Started with the six week challenge. Yeah. Awesome. So really fast. You uh, served your mission in Italy. What city? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I served in the north. So it was okay. Milan, Milan, the mission of Milan. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Well, tell us. So you have. Tell I, I have a lot of questions and this will be a unique episode because most of us are familiar with gymnastics being like the CrossFit side of gymnastics. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to ask you a lot of questions that I've had over the years and I'm sure some of our members have had. But okay. first, what's the difference between gymnastics and tumbling? Okay, that's a good
1: question. So like gymnastics and tumbling are very similar in like the types of skills you do. So you're doing round off back handsprings, you know, back tucks, back layouts, stuff like that. Um, the biggest difference is that tumbling is usually paired with um trampoline, so it's T and T, tramp and tumbling, right? Um, and those are the two events that you that you train as a tumbler. Um but as a gymnast you train as a male gymnast you train six events. And oh, so that's where you get like high bar and rings. Okay. And so like a tumbler is not gonna do rings or high bars, stuff like that.
0: But a gymnast may do tumbling. Uh,
1: yeah. So a gymnast incorporates their tumbling into like their floor training. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: but they won't do any trampoline. Yeah, they don't. It's do not it. one of the events. Yeah, exactly. So specifically in a gymnastics gym, can you say like this group? This group, they're the gymnasts, and this group, they're the tumblers.
1: Yeah, it's pretty definite. Like the okay. difference. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Interesting okay and then uh moving into kind of the crossfit side of gymnastics what are some when you started working out at, at rx fit and you started seeing things like toes to bar or handstand push-ups or pistol squats what were some of the similarities you saw and then what were some of the differences um so kind of the
1: the movements themselves are for the most part kind of the same um like you know a handstand push-up you know you're going going down to the ground and then pushing up uh same with like uh toes to the bar and pull-ups stuff like that it's all pretty similar other than in gymnastics all of those things are um as we would say in crossfit they're strict so like a pull-up is not a pull-up if you swing into it right so it's always a strict pull-up in in gymnastics or like with the handstand push-up, um, you're never going to kick your legs for momentum. Um, I've seen that a couple times. Um, and uh, let me think, like toes to the bar, you you never like arch into it. You never swing or anything. It's yeah. just a strict uh, toes to the bar.
0: Um, which is really interesting because the founder of CrossFit, Greg Glassman, is a former gymnast. That was his background. And he always argued... No one in the world of fitness is incorporating anything they do inside the gymnastic Mm -hmm. discipline. We need to bleed the gymnastic discipline together with the weightlifting and powerlifting discipline and with this cardio discipline of running, rowing, biking. And that's kind of the birth of CrossFit. But it's interesting that his background was gymnastics and we see so Mm -hmm. many differences today.
1: From kind of like my understanding of CrossFit is that it's too like... Do things in the most efficient way possible, right? Right. So doing a strict pull up probably isn't often the most <laughs> efficient way possible. So I think that plays into yeah. It, good know.
0: point. Okay, valid point. Um, I remember this past week in our in your calisthenics class that you coach every week that we were talking about muscle ups, and you said a muscle up isn't a muscle up unless it's strict. Mm-hmm. If you kip into a muscle up, it's called a kip up, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some differences as well, but yeah so let's kind of go into before we talk about you as the head over the calisthenics program and what you're trying to develop with the calisthenics program why would somebody at Fit be interested in joining your classes or performing your remote workouts
1: i'd say a big thing with calisthenics is that you know it's unique in that we're not using any added weights of any kind and so if you talk to like physical therapists and stuff like that if they'll say to build joint strength and stuff like that you need um low weight high reps right well calisthenics is actually that is exactly what you're doing you know is no weights um and so really what calisthenics kind of helps us do is almost build an under armor for our body you know that protects joints and stuff you know and so i think that's (laughs) that's that's how i (laughs) how i imagine it and stuff so so it's it's valuable in the um protecting ourselves against injuries.
0: Yeah, I mean you're totally right. Gymnastics training, calisthenics training rather, is so focused on uh joint health. Mm-hmm. Shoulders, hips, um and then it it just torches your core, yep. which is going to protect your spine. Right. Um so tell us a little bit about your kind of your hopes and dreams. Your you're now in charge of this calisthenics program that you're running underneath the RX fit umbrella. What would you, what do you foresee in the near future and then hopefully long-term future?
1: Um, so with the calisthenics, like, um, well, I guess I'll, I'll start with like when I came to, uh, RX fit, I saw a really cool thing that I hadn't seen in like gymnastics is that, is the incorporation of like nutrition and stuff like that. And I remember you wrote a, a blog post uh, saying that um, that an important part of gymnastics and stuff is nutrition. Um, growing up as a competitive gymnast, that was never emphasized. And interesting, I think that that's that's a very valuable thing that we offer as as RX Fit is that we offer that along with these gymnastics training. And so so I I look forward to. Um, to incorporating gymnastics into the fitness world rather than just the competitive yeah. side of it yeah
0: interesting good point because yeah somebody who's I mean just the fact of the matter is that if you're over 30% body fat you're going to really struggle doing a pull up mm-hmm. right but right. if you're looking at somewhere if you're a male right around 15% or 20% even and a female somewhere around 22 27% it's going to be easier mm-hmm because I mean you're essentially lifting less weight yeah Yeah. But uh, so I kind of see the calisthenics program as this blend so our weightlifting program for example bleeds the Olympic weightlifting which is snatch and clean and jerk together with the powerlifting community of deadlift, back squat, bench press together with the strongman community which is like Atlas stones Atlas stones and axle bars and just raw max power Mm -hmm. lifts So that's kind of the weightlifting program and how it's bleeding in these three disciplines. The way I see calisthenics is it's going to bleed in the gymnastics discipline, Mm -hmm. the tumbling discipline, and the, I would say, flexibility discipline, even though that's not necessarily a discipline. It's more like yoga slash dance discipline Uh almost. But let's talk a little bit about that. So I just recently wrote a blog post of things you've taught me in the Mm -hmm. gymnastic world I always thought the way to get more flexible is do what the yoga people do in yoga Mm -hmm. but then you started showing me what they do in gymnastics and I thought no do what gymnasts do gymnast you won't meet a gymnast that's not flexible Mm -hmm. but you will meet a yogi who's not flexible Mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about maybe the range of motion training you do in the gymnastics world
1: Um, growing up as a as a gymnast we uh, our coaches would always you know, they'd like have us go into like the splits or something and they'd they help like push us down and stuff, you know and uh, so for me that's always been very important in like fitness in general is that um, mobility. flexibility and mobility, exactly, yeah because those, those really do help prevent against like injury um, as well as help you uh, just in general perform skills you know if you don't have mobility you can't do a lot of the a lot of the skills that you want to do and so um
0: so yeah i don't know i think it's super important but (laughs) well one of the things i saw that was different like in yoga and gymnasts alike they both when you stretch talk about breathing through the discomfort Mm -hmm. but one thing i've noticed with you is you'll do um kind of resistance stretching mm-hmm. so you'll you'll put us in extended range of motion positions when we're trying to do okay. the splits or you'll push on our back so we pancake further onto the ground right um is there anything you kind of want to add on that front or things differences between you yoga and gymnastics um i don't know what
1: else to add um i would say that like uh, i was training actually with fern um a bit ago and she was pointing out that at a certain point of the stretch your body almost just like says like fine you know (laughs) I'll give in you know and then it finally like gives in to to me pushing on your back right and then um, and really that's the point that we want to get to is where you know your body just gives in and just trusts it and just uh, just you know goes goes further and you you improve your flexibility and so so at times, you know, like when you're going down in a, a split or something like that, you know, it's you feel like you're stuck for like ever and you're not making any improvement. Um, but if you just keep pushing on that and keep going, then eventually your body yeah just goes with it. So,
0: um, yeah, it's so novel to me because I've always been taught stretch right to the point of discomfort. And then you're like, no, that's not <laughs> what you do. I mean. Yeah. there is a point where you could potentially be injured but yeah. gymnasts of every athletes in the world have the healthiest and strongest joints right so they're doing something right when it comes to stretching mm-hmm. anyway so that's just another component maybe a plug-in for the calisthenics group which yep. i'm obviously a big fan of yeah. um what else what else would you like to share with the RX Fit community regarding calisthenics um
1: I'd say a big thing that I want to, like, kind of get across to to everybody in the community and just in general is that, you know, gymnastics and stuff like that is not just for little kids, right? And there's so much to gain from the calisthenics that we do because, you know, like we've already talked about, the flexibility is so beneficial. But then as we train um, skills like like a kip-up or, you know, a cartwheel even, stuff like that, our body... You know connects with that and um just like in weightlifting if you want to improve your your lift then you got to add more weight on right well if we want to improve our body awareness and body control then we got to put our body in a situation where it's not as in control Yeah. yeah it's new and so so we have to push our body to its limits and and a little further and then we can improve
0: it was funny you know two weeks ago we we did cartwheels we practiced cartwheels for probably 40 minutes yeah and I got so much better at cartwheels but it was funny because the eight of us in that class all woke up the next day with so much soreness in our obliques Good. yeah which is just a foreign movement right we're not gonna program a Metcon for the group classes or even the remote athletes on gpp programs to be doing cartwheels Mm -hmm. but training those muscles and training that body awareness even neurologically knowing okay my right knee is bent when i go inverted Mm -hmm. there's a lot of value in that from a fitness perspective
1: yeah you're you're training muscles that like you didn't even know you had you know (laughs) like you're training all these in between muscles that get skipped over you know in like uh weight
0: training and stuff totally yeah Okay, well, let's wrap this up kind of with some of the advanced skills that somebody would learn in the calisthenics program, whether they are being coached in person from you or being coached remotely from you. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking things like uh, maybe some levers or kip-ups or uh, planches, things Mm -hmm. like that. Tell us a little bit about what skills are like the crown jewel of the calisthenics program.
1: I'd say a big one is definitely going to be like eventually a backflip right okay on floor. love it yeah so that's obviously the crown jewel so that's like you know, <laughs> that's a big goal um but the cool thing with with like that is that then you can take you know your normal burpees and you can make them into backflip burpees <laughs> stuff like that right so that's one way that we would incorporate stuff like that um another thing would be eventually getting people to like an iron cross on rings you know that's a pretty um
0: explain what an iron cross is
1: oh so basically uh, on the rings um you start above the rings with your hands at your side and then you just lower down bringing your hands uh parallel or i guess yeah horizontal to um to your shoulders and um yeah, you just make an iron cross, cross with your with your body. Yeah, so
0: it's the top of a dip, and yeah. then you lower yourself down while keeping your elbows extended. Yeah. And you look like a man on a cross. Yeah, you
1: can look up pictures on Google <laughs> if you want.
0: But that is okay. so hard yeah. and an incredible demonstration of strength. So I'm excited to eventually learn that yeah. skill. Yeah, and we
1: got lots of uh, drills and progressions to get you there.
0: Yeah, and so. Um, yeah. Anything else? Talk about planches. What are planches?
1: Yeah. Okay. Planches are. I did. I competed planches a lot in my my skills uh, or in my routines as a gymnast. Basically, what a planche is um, is where you have your your body is parallel to the ground, and you're being held up by your hands. Right. So the only point of contact between you and the ground is is your hands on the ground. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and so you, our listeners will probably have to Google that one too. Yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) a lot of these you kind of have to Google, but, um, but yeah, so that one's really that's an intense one, uh, because you're having to fight gravity, while you're leaning past your hands, right? So your face is like, right close to the ground. Close to the ground, yeah, and so, so that that's one where it's a lot of muscles that are just hard to work you know unless you you know the way around the calisthenics
0: world right it's just so fascinating when I see somebody go into a planche I just like blows my mind to see their center of mass so far shifted forward because their legs are so much heavier than their upper body right Um. anyway I'm also excited to develop that skill because when you first showed me a planche I was like what the uh huh. Okay, I want to learn that. Yeah,
1: and then you eventually get the planch on the rings, and that's even more intense because yeah. you have to fight the rings wanting to go apart.
0: So, what comes first, a planch or a press to handstand? I'd say a press. Okay, definitely a press. Tell us what a press to handstand is.
1: A press to handstand is where you're just you're standing on the ground. Usually, it's done in a straddle, so your legs are um far apart.
0: Yeah, so you're sitting on your butt with your hands in between your feet, yeah. Well,
1: that's like if you want to go like really intense you like sit down yeah that's like the full-on planche Um, but i'd start working it from just standing so you're standing on your feet oh and then you put your hands on the ground so you're just you know reaching down your toes and then uh you just you raise your feet up in the air yeah into a handstand
0: so it's like a very slow strict handstand
1: yeah starting
0: from your feet getting into a handstand
1: and that's important for the planche because you learn that lean yeah. in your shoulders you learn how to shift your body mass past your shoulders
0: right? yeah i hope i don't come across at all as trying to be an expert in this on the <laughs> podcast because i literally don't know anything um but i just find it so fascinating because i'm i am rx Fit's number one wannabe gymnast <laughs> and this calisthenics program just has me so excited because of not only the way it'll carry over into Metcons and my overall fitness, but it's just training muscles and skills that I've never experienced, even from a neurological perspective. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about it is as you get stronger in an inverted position, for example, in a handstand, imagine how much better your snatches would be or your clean and jerks would be when you're catching a heavy barbell, sometimes twice your body weight over your head. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, any um, final thoughts? I don't think so. Just come to the calisthenics class. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Jefferson. Yep, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have questions you would like asked on this podcast, send them to me through the gym's Instagram account at rxfit.gym. Also, as a final reminder, if you don’t currently work out with us at RXFit, I invite you to email me at Tyler.rxfit.health, at where we can discuss your 2020 health goals. Let’s do this together.